episode is dedicated to the memory of Ezard Stevens, Linda Manigault, and Heaven Raw. Uh, the tragedy that that uh, surrounded by the end of their lives is ultimately what sparked uh, the conversation between friends and dedicated us to continue to check on each other's mental health going forward. Uh, and now we've chosen to share all of our mental health stories with you, our listeners. So welcome. Hood. Uh, I'd like to introduce my brothers now, Pat, Ben. Hey, what's going on, people? Hey, what's going on, guys? I'm happy to be here with you guys today. Um, we all felt the time was right, and, uh, you know, this is going to be a safe space going forward. So, you know, this is a place for us to, you know, get our collective um, ideas out, you know, to the world. Most definitely no toxic masculinity over here. Just a little, uh, just a little bit. Just a little bit. Oh, man. Um, yeah, I'm glad to be doing this. I'm really glad to be doing it. We talked about it for so long, um, and we finally kind of figured out how to, to get it popping, you know? Um, ready to throw this on some more platforms. I see that uh, I'm live on Spotify, so... For, the, for those of you listening on Spotify, what's up? Thank you for rocking with us, you know. And uh, we'll be on more platforms in the coming minutes, hours. I got to see how this works out. <laughs> right, right. It's all new for me, at least, you know. I know you oh, have a little yeah. experience, but for me, this is totally new, fresh. So bear with me, guys. But, you know, I'm coming. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. This is, you know, a definite, you know, new platform, you know, you know, putting ideas out. And, you know, as Jay said, you know, uh, we've been, you know, talking amongst each other, you know, always doing something, you know, putting our, you know, ideas out to each other. So now we out here trying to, you know, see how, how people feel about it. And, you know, we would like to hear your responses and all kinds of things like that. So, you know, definitely, you know, we, um, I'm not sure if everybody's comfortable with, you know, sharing that, you know, platforms, but, you know, you guys want to check out Instagram. Same thing as the name, Fisher Sun Fat Boy. You know what I mean? Like, mm. I, you know, I, 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 we had conversations about everybody not using Instagram. So I don't know what you guys, how you feel oh, about man. it. You know? you know what? Since you're talking about that, I think that's the perfect way to start off right now. Um, the social media effect on mental health. We all know that it's uh, that's a big thing. It's it's real, ladies and gentlemen. And um I'll just share a little bit of my story first, if y'all don't mind. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Definitely, please. Yeah. Um, I was, uh, I had wanted to get off uh, the app in question for a long time. Shout out to Mark Zuckerberg. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I've, I wanted to get off Instagram for so long. Like, y'all remember the beginning stages when it was literally just people taking pictures. Um, it was like pictures of like you know random shit I like that. i was following a few bronx crazy Yo, I no, so yeah much. like they would take no cap bodegas, you know what i mean like i like i miss the days where your boring plate of macaroni was like the hottest shit of the, of the day you know it's Yo, so different now and you know you would get mad likes for a plate of steak bro <laughs> with no sides bro just the right. steak Yo, people was loving it But um, yeah, so I, I just, uh, I remember those days and I feel like it just went left somewhere. 
you know, as most apps do as they gain popularity. And, you know, stuff started turning into memes. And the memes were low-key dope in the beginning, right? Like the the, the Brian Jordan case. All that shit was dope. And then it just kind of just turned into like a bullying culture online, right? And I started noticing it. And instantly then I wanted to leave the app. But Mm. for some reason, I just held on. I held on for years, got into some group chats and started, you know, uh, conversing with people daily. But then slowly I realized like, okay, these group chats might not be for me. There's a lot of toxic masculinity going on. How do I let people know without hurting their egos? You know what I mean? Right, right. Delicate balance there. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You know, and ultimately um, I was engulfed in the toxic masculinity and I felt like, okay, it, it just came to a head where, you know, arguments were had and, you know, here we are today. I'm not on that app. Uh, and I feel a lot better for it, regardless of how, you know, how my end came on that app. I just feel free today. Oh, yeah. No, nah, I don't. Without getting into that's my story. I definitely don't blame you for that. You know, like, as I look at it, you know, when I'm using, you know, social media, I have so many conflicting feelings. Like, I, I always feel like, you know, I'm not getting paid to do it, you know, especially when, when it comes to people, you know, you know, wanted to be behind a computer talking crazy. I, I don't have the time for that. Not even if you call my phone, like, I don't have the time for that. Like, you know, we, we you know, a lot of lives are being lost out here, you know, so we don't need to be fighting mm-hmm. off each other. You know what I mean? But if it has to be, you know, sometimes it, it do. You know, and that's the unfortunate part. Of yeah, that's a good point. You know, yeah. I mean, just to add to what Pat is saying, um, I think that just to play devil's advocate here, as I, as I usually do, I think it's very important to understand where, you know, social media, like anything else in this world, is just a tool. So, mm-hmm. like back in the day, it was just a place to get off your your cool food pics or, you know, like a destination pick. But now, you know, it's like it's more monetized and there's more incentive for people to get clicks, you know, anything to do to generate that. So now you see the models, you see the, you know, the luxuriousness and you see how things just perceive perfect. And, you know, we all know that's not the real world, obviously, but it's just that, you know, for the uninitiated, they they may look at Instagram posts and be like, ah, that's all there is to it. But at the same time, you at the same side of the coin, you have to really look at it like, like I said, when I first started talking, it's a tool. So whatever you pay attention to on there, it will be what you get out of it. You know what I mean? So you get what you get, you get out of it, what you put in. So if you're looking at shit, that's toxic and all of that, that's going to lead you to a path to where eventually you're going to say, you know what? I had enough. I had my fill. You know what I mean? So it's like me I, well, I have, well we don't want to skip the I fact that you know instagram was you know a little a little thirsty little thirst trap you know what i mean and like unfortunately yeah, oh i mean don't, don't get me started i know, don't know how they do it but that algorithm is the it's devil. ridiculous and it's it's to the point where it's to the point where it makes you just that be part. like all right well that's not really what i'm looking for though like you know like not to be saying i don't want to see it but yeah. then at the same time it's like 
um, I was in the mall recently, and I hope you don't mind me, you know, sharing that. I was in the mall recently, and I was passing the Victoria's Secret, and I'm like, I ca- it caught my eye. I was like, like, and it's funny, you, like, don't laugh, but for real, I was like, oh, the joint in the window, look, she was bad. And I was like, wow. You know, it, it was just like... Oh, you talking about, you talking about mannequins? No, nah, not the mannequins. It was like a, <laughs> it was like a picture, bro. Too, like, hold on now. No, 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 no. No, come on, guys. You know what's the deal? Like, think about it. You ever, you ever been on Burnside, and you pass one of them, the like the rainbows or whatever? You see them mannequins, you'd be like, "Yo, why look like the mannequins got like extra?" So you all talking about mannequins? No, we're not talking about mannequins. But I'm just, (laughs) I'm just letting y'all know. Y'all know what I'm talking about. (laughs) Like, no, I'm just saying. Whatever floats your boat, my brother. (laughs) Nah, I'll fuck with you, man. Um, But, but, but this is anxiety in the hood, and those mannequins are built in an urban. Right. So I know. Right, but it was the, it was just a picture. (laughs) It was like a picture in the window. It was a picture in the window, and I was like thinking, like, um, you know, their marketing. I was like, wow, it was a. A very beautiful black woman, you know, the what she had on, and I was just like, wow, like it just was very like like I don't know, like if I had if you had kids going throughout the mall, like I mean, I'm sorry to say it caught my eye. You know what I mean? Like nah, that feel, that's not saying a lot, but it did. So I don't know. I don't know if that happened to y'all guys, but I mean, yeah, I mean you just you just reinforced that it. it's like whatever you're into, whatever your interests are. It's, it's going to attract you to where you, you know, you mm-hmm. involuntarily gravitate towards it, you know. So it's just like that's why it's it's so important that you know our mental health is is like on point. You know, we have to be fit, you know, mentally, because you know the the world is 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 not a safe place. You know, anything and everything goes. So it's like we have to pay particular attention, especially as um you know young adults. Um, you know, navigating the you know life, we have to just pay close attention to what we spend our time doing. You know, what we consume. You know, all of these things because you know it plays a, a vital role in our overall mental health. Um, you know, so um, yeah, so social media, man. You know, it's 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 whatever you you put into it. I don't spend too much time on it. You know, I use Instagram very lightly just to you know, go back and forth with you guys or, you know, check out what's going on in sports. But, you know, that toxic stuff, you know, it, it it's draining. You know, I've been a part of it. Um, I've, I've seen it. And, uh, you know, I, I know it's not for me. So, you know, I, I use it to my to my own, uh, you know, to my own accord, you know, right. try to keep it healthy as possible. Right. No, I agree too. That's a perfect point. That's a perfect point. And I think that you know, it's very important to remember this, that when it comes to the social media, like you alluded to, we're in control of it. Ultimately, whatever we want to see, we control that, you know, whatever's on the feed. So right. it's like you can tell a lot of, about somebody by their followers on what they're into right. or who they're rather, pardon me, who they're following. And I remember making the joke with Jess, like, yo, if I ever return to that app, I'm only following cat pages and food pages. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, you know, nah, cool. Literally, that's the stuff that just, that's the stuff that 
will go easy on my brain. It won't take a toll on me, and it certainly won't trigger me. You know what I mean? I can yeah. look at cats and food all day. Right. Yeah. So you know, it's true. We are in control with that. Right. Stuff. Right. And just to add to that, you know, one thing I noticed about Instagram is that their algorithm is so sophisticated. So it's it it, it got it's gotten to the point to where not only um what you see on the explore page will come out of the things that you like on Instagram. But it also comes out of the stuff that you just click on. So let, let's say you're scrolling and you click on something. That's going to go into your algorithm on your Explore page, whether you liked it or not. Just the simple fact of clicking on it, you're going to see it. So I'm not going to say who, but if you click on a BBW, right, you're going to see a whole lot of BBWs in your Explore page, Pat. <laughs> I, I don't mind that. I don't mind that. I don't mind that. <laughs> me, me neither. I don't mind that neither. But I'm just saying, though, you yo, know, it's, yo, so it's let me like ask that, you this, fellow. It's so sophisticated. Yo, guys, so let me ask you this. I mean, not to, 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 to bump the um the topic. I just wanted to ask you guys, have you seen um a movie called Ante, uh, Antebellum? No, um, that's the bro. new movie with a uh, Janelle Monae, I yo, think, right? Bro, I suggest, yeah, you know, I suggest the listeners and you guys to definitely and check that out, man. Really good movie. That's the one that just came out, right? Yeah, bro, it was tough. Definitely tough movie. What's yeah, it, what's it about? Can you can you give, can you give us a little brief uh, plot yo, without without gonna, spoilers though? I'm not even without spoilers. I'm not even gonna cap. It it almost gives you that um butterfly effect with Ashton Kutcher, but um it wasn't as mm. if she was going like back like he was. Um it was just a, a a messed up scenario. It was um about the world like how it is now. And uh you know as you said Janae she's um she has a PhD you know she's like going around traveling and then it was it was one of those things where they it was like a twisted kind of like they kidnapped the people. You gotta go check it out. I'm serious. I don't want to give it out too much. You really got like it was more to it. I just don't want to give it too much. So I definitely suggest people check it out. It it, it goes into like she she has like flashbacks. Like she goes back in time where it was like on the plantation, mm. and she was like a slave. Like it's crazy, bro. Like I, I I'm telling you, you it's it's an enjoyable one. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. Okay, that. so just because I couldn't help it, I had to go to Google and I got the plot. So if you guys are ready, I'm gonna read the plot. Mm -hmm. All right. Bet. So it says, okay, so successful author Veronica Henley finds herself trapped in a horrifying reality that forces her to confront the past, present, and future before it's too late. Now that sounds interesting and seems right up my alley. Yo, um, yo, Pat, I ain't gonna... give me one spoiler. I'm not even. Give gonna... me one spoiler. One does spoiler. all right? One spoiler. Does, does, one spoiler. Does, 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 wait, wait, no. I'm gonna tell you. Particular. No, I'm gonna tell you right does now. Does Veronica die? No, no, no. Spoiler. He I'm gonna peep you. I'm gonna put you on. It has a lot to do with Civil War and how they had slaves. So it really is a mm. twisted joint, like. It goes from showing her in the in the present, and then it makes it look like they took her back in the past. That's why I said it's like a um a butterfly effect. Like it makes it seem like she was like going back in time, but then she was in the present, and then they show how everything works out. 
Like it's it's a it's really good. I'm telling y'all, like you have to peep it. Like you're gonna be like, wow, like it's crazy because it goes into like how the world sees us as you know uh, minorities. It talks about um, mm. you know where they want us to put us in place and what they want us to talk about. So I'm telling you, it was a real good. Um, it just shows like 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 this was for one that they like they put out there. Um I'm glad they didn't just block uh, it. You know what? Let's yo Ben, let's make it let's make it a point to peep it so on the next episode we can just go full, you know, we could just dive into it. Oh, right. I'm with, I love I'm doing with, I'm with watching it again. I love yo one thing I'll say is that I love Janelle Monet's spirit. So yo, just the fact so that she's involved fire. in any movie, I have to I have Word. to just go like ahead and get into it yo, because I, lo no, I love everything she does, you know. No, no disrespect to my girl, nothing, but she fire, and it was. Yeah, come on, been, man! Like, I don't want to pull up tweets, but I've been I've been saying Janelle Monae has been fired for years. I really I remember you saying that too. I one of Ben's tweets saying that. <laughs> I do remember. Yo, no <laughs> lie, I remember hearing B. Yo, Beans used to say that, and I'm like, I I peeped, I peeped it, but I never really. Go to acknowledge it, so my fault, man. Yo, fault. She, the thing about her is that it's inner for her, it's inner beauty, you know. Right. That shit exudes mm -hmm. her. Like, you know, okay. she's a complete right. artist. You know what I mean? So yeah. yeah. I just I just appreciate her her form of art. But uh the director I see there's two directors, Gerard Bush and Christopher Renz. I'm not really familiar with their work, so I think uh, getting into this film is going to be very. Uh, it's going to be very. Uh, I'm excited. I'm excited. It's oh not yeah, a long no, movie definitely. at all. Um, they, it's under two hours. When you look at the trailer, how did you see? Uh, is this on uh, a streaming? Is this on a streaming platform? Um. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure you can like rent it from any yeah, streaming. I'm sure you can rent it. That's probably on Amazon or something. Okay. All but right. the trailer, the trailer gave me Get Out vibes when I. Oh first yeah, that's what I was gonna say. So really? it's interesting. Yeah, it's interesting to hear Pat tell the story, like how they take it back back in the day, like slavery time, because I definitely got some Get Out vibes. Really. Yeah, like you seen hmm. the trailer, bro. It's really it's not really, a complete one though. They say, I, I saw they say a snippet. It, they say it's like us. Um, it's very um trippy though because it's it's almost like I don't know, man. How to even explain it? Like shout out to shout out to Jordan Peele, man. Yeah, like, shout he, out. We, we mentioned two of his flicks back to back right now. For real, that's how right. much of an he's really he's really us, making like, um <laughs> he's making real good leeway for. For artists like yeah. like Janae to to perform yeah. her art and uh, you know. Antebellum may have been inspired. We don't know. I don't want to just speak for somebody, but it may have been inspired based on the, the vibes I got from the trailer. So it could have been inspired by Jordan Peele's work. Man. Oh yeah, definitely. It was you one never of those, know, man. He, he's become like, very influential right now. Exactly. Like oh, uh, if um, and just speaking about Jordan Peele, I want to just add that. He's involved in uh, there's a new show on HBO called Lovecraft County. Oh, sorry, yeah. Lovecraft Country. Now, yeah. if you don't know about this show, it's it's a little different. Um, and as HBO shows go, uh, there's not one way to describe it. 
you know, it, it has a little bit of everything in it. It's urban, it's sci-fi, it's, um, you know, fan, fanatical, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's basically a cast of actors. You may or may not know there's, uh, what's her name? Uh, oh, I forget her name. I forget her, her name's not coming to me now, but it's a cast that you may recognize anywhere. Um, mm. I suggest you guys check it out because it has a lot to, to give. I don't know if you guys watched uh, Watchmen. Did you guys see Watchmen? I did not. No, uh, um, no, I, I know you've been watch. you've been mentioning it for a minute. Yeah. All right, I want I you guys. Have. I want you guys to watch Watchmen too. We could definitely dive in on that on the next part. But uh, I just got Regina King in there. What happened? Is that Regina King in Watchmen? Yes, yes. She just got an Emmy the other day for that. Man, I love me some Regina King. I love Regina King too, bro. You have no idea, man. She's been, (laughs) she's been, she's been in everything. She's been in, yo, Friday. uh, (laughs) I've had a crush on Regina King since I was a kid, yo. This is okay. Um, yo, I definitely have to say, and I don't mind if y'all, you know, uh, take a moment to, you know, say, you know, I hope my man Saquon get better. Uh, you know, the news circulating uh, in that situation is it's just it's just sad to see what you know what happened, but um I can only hope him, day you know, football was supposed you know, to be a happy day for me. Right. And football be triggering me, like the Giants be triggering me and my anxiety as well, to the point where I just sometimes I can't watch, like I'll change the channel out of anger, but the way they lost this pack, it was super anxiety. Like we lost in the final seconds to the Bears, bro. To the hey, Bears. I mean, we can't, we can't, we can't, you know, knock the Bears, but it was definitely one of those yes, situations, you know. And shout out to my man, you know, Stephen A. Smith. He like definitely was saying that, you know, the Giants need to really like look at their coaching and you know the 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 management and all mm. of that, and they need to go and figure something out. Um, Shout out to the Cowboys fans who won by a field goal and acted like it was the Super Bowl, <laughs> including Jerry Jones. <laughs> I mean, right. was jumping up and down in that tweet. I mean, but that's just how it's going for, uh, you know, our, our conference, man. You know, it, every year is the same shootout. It's always either the Cowboys are going into the playoffs or it's the Giants and, you know, Philly as of late. But, uh, I just want to touch back on the Giants, man. It, it, it was it was a decent outing. You know, we had 295 yards of offense, which isn't bad. We had more first downs than the Cowboys. I mean, than the, the Bears. We had 22 to their 18. It's just, I don't know what we're doing, man. Um, I want to say it's management, you know, because we've only had the ball, what, for 25 minutes, right? And it's like the Bears had 35 minutes of of ball possession. So it's like, I don't know if it's just our defense or lack offense, but I I, I just say defense because of like some plays that like some of those third downs that were converted. It was like, yo, bro, we had you. You don't know how to tackle like we had them. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah. And and I don't want to say it's discipline. I don't know. I don't know what it is, Um, but I don't know, man. I think this week we have the 49ers, and I just I just want to say yeah, I know we're gonna smoke. We are gonna get smoked by the 49ers because uh, they're they're not, not they're not timeout, slouches. Timeout. There's no right timeout. There's right. no Garoppolo. There's no Jimmy G. 
They don't got their running back. They There's mad injuries off of this last game they just had with the Jets, like nine injuries alone in that game. Wait, go, so, so did Garoppolo it, actually go down, but – or – He's. I mean. I mean. He's. He might. He's might be likely. Uh. For for the game against us. I'm not sure. But as of that. As of this past Sunday. Like he got taken out. Like. Uh, who else got carted off? Like they lost three of their star players. Yeah. And the Jets it. still lost. So I'm like, look, if we can't beat a battered Niners team, bro, like I'm really just gonna give up. I'm. Gonna... Nah, yeah, well, I don't want to ever say I'm gonna so give up. Apparently. Apparently, the, a lot of the players before the game were complaining about the turf, you know, saying that, you know, it was a little too sticky or whatever have you. Mm-hmm. But I, I know that they lost Nick Bosa for a fact. Yeah, they know. No, that's he, another he, guy uh, that I want to say shout out. They, um, think, you know, they think he's having a, uh, uh, what you would call it, a ACL tear. Garoppolo has an ankle sprain. Uh, yeah. I think both is, both is done for the season, they said. And then their star running back, Raheem Munster, he had an injury, too, to the knee. I think it, was, it wasn't it was as bad as Saquon with the ACL. Might have yeah. been the LCL or the MCL. But he'll be able to mm-hmm. probably bounce back within a couple of weeks. Um, but, yeah, Jimmy G, I don't know, man. I think uh, I, if these guys were saying all, were all saying the same thing, there's something wrong with the grass or the or the field, you know, the turf, you know, that's an indication that, you know, the uh, groundskeepers, you know, they, they're fucking up. Yo, Beans. Yeah, it was I, dope, baby. Let's get into it. Hey, Yo, Beans, um, this, this, this is what I got to say, Beans. I got to bust your balls on this one. Yo, what's, what's, what's going balls. on with that Lakers? With the Lakers? Listen, bro, I'm going to tell you about the Lakers right What did I tell you about that, bro? Wait, I haven't been following. What happened? The Nuggets Nuggets got the W? No. Right now, it's the LA Lakers Series 2-0. But here's the thing about that. What did I tell you about Anthony Davis, though? What I told you about Anthony Davis. When the series was about to start, me and Pat was on the phone, and we was talking about how, you know, Joker's going to give these boys a problem. And I was very adamant about it. I was very adamant. I was saying now he's going to have triple doubles. He's going to be clapping on uh, AD and how right. uh, he put the Clippers to game, bro. He made Clippers fans really go back in their <laughs> hole, bro. Like, oh, yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> oh, definitely. Joker, nah, but, Joker, no, listen, Joker what... is a fucking problem. I, I mean, the oh, first yeah, one to I'm fine. I learned that in the Clippers so, series. Like, I'm like, yo, they really can't do nothing so with him. So, peep it. The only reason, yo, Jay, the only reason why I'm bringing it up is I do want to acknowledge Joker. He's a fantastic player. He threw up 30 points. But AD with mm-hmm. that last shot, the buzzer beater, it yo, declared where everybody want to play at. Yo, that was up there with mm-hmm. Kawhi's buzzer beater against Philly. That was up there Back. with Dame Dollar's shot against um Russ. That was a crazy shot. The only difference is that it was, wasn't, you know, it's only game crazy. two. But I'm going to make this one point about the Lakers. They serious. They're for real. Right. I mean, like. I think, and you know, you know what I like about this this series with the Nuggets, though, and talking about Joker and all that, is that a lot of people thought, oh, now the Clippers are out, out, out of it. Is the easy path for Bron Bron to get Mm-mm. the next Oh, no, 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 no. It might not be, you know what I'm saying? Like, we got to slow the roll on that one. 
I was thinking the exact opposite because I was going based on what Coach Vogel was doing with uh um what you call it the uh the Blazers. I thought they was going to keep him, you know, at 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 the very least, you know, what they did with the Blazers and the Rockets was, you know, keep Howard out of the game, not really have a presence in the post, but. Yo, he flipped the script. He has Howard getting in minutes, and he has, you know, you know well, that, that center position is solidified. So it's like Joker doesn't. That's get what I was saying to you when he was on the phone. He's not doing. That's what I was saying. To do. And they and they they changed their defense a little bit too. Before they did, in yeah. The previous series, they were mm-hmm. running that zone hard body, but they adapted really well. You could tell that they did their homework. You know, they had a lot of games right. off because you know they took their series to five-game series, so they had a lot of days off. So they got to study the Denver Nuggets. Yeah. But likewise, with the Nuggets now, you got to pay attention because they're a team that they've shown in two series, back-to-back, back, they will take a team to the limit. They were down 3-1 in both their series and came back to win it all. So don't sleep on the Nuggets. You know, anything can happen. I'm not sleeping on the Nuggets. The only yeah. reason why I brought it up was that I want I wanted to say that it was it was crazy. That game had me, and you know, tonight game at nine, you know, um, you know, so if you guys are able to, you know, catch it. I'm not sure what channel is going to be on. I'm not sure if it's ESPN or TNT, but you know, it's definitely going to go down tonight. Let me let me ask y'all one more thing, basketball related. What's up? What y'all think is going to happen with the boy Giannis? Man, he out of there. Giannis uh, is out of here. I don't know. He might go to the Timberwolves. Yo, I heard he, I heard he went straight to management and was like, "We gotta talk." <laughs> yeah, he I'm, was I'm not about that thing. no more. I think he would fit crazy on, to me. Like I, him on the Heat, Giannis on the Heat would be so crazy. Mm. Yeah, because Jimmy Especially Buckets is playing, so stacked playing that like a happen. monster. Mm-hmm. And Yo, the, rumor, the rumor mill has been saying it all about the Heat. The Heat for some reason, is the destination to go to right now. They're talking about Giannis joining the yeah. Heat. They're talking about Joel and B joining the Heat. Everybody yeah. wants to go to the Heat and, for some reason. And and Jimmy Buckets is on a mission out there, bro. Yeah, like, he's, he's playing, really coming for he's playing different he out there. Jimmy Buckets, really out and it's always with who me and me B talking about that. My man who turn up every fourth quarter. He's a, he's a walking bucket. Yeah. Every fourth quarter, he just game. turn up. Yeah, yeah. He, he offensively. I mean, he's inclined you know, he to just about it. sit on the bench and watch it happen. And then when he's on the court, this yo, he just explodes. Like the way that they beat Boston, like twice. Mind you, Boston is always is usually like leading the game, and then out mm-hmm. of nowhere, they would just come out of nowhere and just have this crazy run, and then have Boston looking real stupid. But I would tell you mm-hmm. this. Boston is bouncing back too. Don't you can't you can't front on Boston either. Yeah, but bro, in in my opinion, Boston has the better offensive weapons too. I just think do. Miami's defense they do. is just so on. They point. do. On paper, they do at least. But you gotta put yeah, in the factor paper. that you gotta put in. Bro, you, gotta you got account Kimba, for the fact that Jimmy you got Tatum, you got Marcus Smart, you got Hayward. Yeah, like these these are known scorers. Yo, these I are was known surprised with Hayward. Getter. He pulled up yeah. strong. Yeah, I think uh, but I think you know, with the East though, you know what's gonna happen. I don't think a team out the East is gonna take it though. Just to just to wrap up the East, 
right now the the picture looks good mm. if it's Miami, but if it's Boston, I think they're gonna have a lot of trouble because you know they're a new group. Um, they have chemistry, but I don't yeah. think they have chemistry to to win a title with the team that they have now. So whether they play Denver or the Lakers, I think the cup is gonna go to the Lakers or the or the Denver Mavericks. I mean, yeah, I, I always felt uh I always felt with the restarting of uh of the NBA season that it was gonna come out of the West. Like the chip was coming out of the West regardless. Yeah, totally I didn't agree. expect yeah, I didn't expect Denver to be where they at right now. I ain't gonna hold you. I really expected Clippers or um possibly even the Rockets because I felt like you know, I just felt like the Russ and Harden combination was going to prevail, but uh, that shit was shaky, of yeah, course. Yeah, man. And, you have to understand, um, though. Like, <laughs> I feel bad for Russ my man. take no short, you know. I feel bad for my man, James Harden, you know. He, you know, he was trying to put the work in, and, and, it, and, it, and it's bad for him because it always shows that on the regular season, he looking like the, the first pinch of Bel-Air, and then – when he gets into the playoffs, he like under a bridge. Like you gotta like he like not doing what he has to do. I mean, he tried, mm. but it was just no way that he was gonna go into playing with the Lakers and think he was gonna play like what he played in that last game. So it shows what it shows. Yeah. I mean, it's unfortunate for him, but you know. I mean, he's a that's one of those situations. It, man. James Harden is a regular season giant. And mm-hmm. you know, once it comes to the playoffs, he's, he's out here looking like a, a a fucking YMCA baller. Like he he's not for right. Real. I don't know, but yeah, I don't think he's overrated. Do. I just think that uh, for some reason, he hasn't gotten to the point in his career where he has that playoff longevity. He just doesn't have it. And, he, can't, uh, he can't turn it up. He can't turn it up. In the like, you got to go that extra. Mm. I want to give y'all. So I don't have the exact. Um, stats and numbers, but I I was reading something talking about the finals appearances. People get caught up on the number of rings uh, compared to Jordan, but the finals appearances by Braun, mm, yo, you know it. he's playing full on seasons, don't right? Yeah, what is what is it? Something <laughs> like ten finals appearances yo, for him? He plays a hundred games a year a season. So somebody said, somebody brought up the point that that's like an extra five seasons for him. Mm. For this man to be playing at the level he's playing at, at the age he's playing at, and played more. Like, you know, Mike never even been to a game seven or none of that. Shout out to him. He closed out games. He he was getting people up out of there early. He wasn't early. early. He was. But all playing. I'm saying is like the you got to look at the the extra minutes on Braun's career. Like right. that's off his career. Like wow, bro. Like you know. So most likely this is another finals appearance this year. Oh, I'm, I'm almost well. sure of it, man. You know, like you said, man. Hats yeah. off to LeBron because you know definitely, you don't definitely. you know you don't usually see a guy <laughs> enter the 17th year of the NBA. And you know, put the kind of work in that he does every game, and you mm-hmm. know, it just mm-hmm. goes to show you his level of commitment to basketball. And uh, oh, definitely, I think he's an he's an example for the younger guys. You know, especially agree. you know younger athletes that are you know the kind of you know people that say, "Hey, I'm gonna go to the league. I'm gonna go to the league." Yo, this is it's it's hard work. It's hard work. So you know, Yo, salute, so I, salute to Brown. Definitely. So I don't want to you know. Abruptly change the subject, but I do want to acknowledge something that you know uh, Beans uh, brought up. Um, subject about the uh, Brianna Taylor, 
you know, uh, RIP to her. You know, hopefully, you know, we get some justice for that young woman, you know, and her family. Um, no one, uh, no one's been arrested in that case. It's been however many months now, and nothing. I just don't get. I don't understand that that whole, you know, um, how they let go so many people who who do injustice. And it's really injustice, but the ones that need justice can't get it. You know, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't find that to be a, an equal thing there. I mean, I hear everything you're saying. Um, to my knowledge, you know, I'm trying not to follow so much of that stuff. You know, because I have a lot of things going on, uh, personally. But from, from what I could gather today, I, you know, at some point late last night, uh personnel from you know the louisiana you know one of their departments down there you know they put out a little memo you know you know telling people that you know no one has a day off everyone's gonna be on because you know i guess they're expecting something today you know to the effect of you know some kind of uh some kind of uh i don't know whether or not there's gonna be a, a case you know well they they did reach a settlement the family did reach a settlement with um i want to say it's the state if not necessarily the the police department but um this the settlement in itself lets you know that there was wrongdoing on the part of law enforcement most definitely mm-hmm. right because why would they hey we'll pay you and of course no amount of finances will bring that young woman back right and that part sucks and i really do want to see real justice served and i think i'm not alone in that but uh, only time will tell exactly um you know i I just think uh so i'm I'm reading here so you know uh that particular county or or town they they already declared a state of emergency as of yesterday because you know they expect whatever they're going to say today you know, people are just going to go off. It's going to be protests. There's going to be, you know, so many things. So I think it go it goes to show you that, uh, you know, the, uh, just the climate of everything uh, that is faced for certain people um, this day and age is, is not very different from, you know, what we've, what we've and, you know, our grandparents, So guys, I you know I definitely want to you know mention you know being that we you know speaking about this, you know um, oh, I just bad. wanted I to share you. with everybody is you know um, I felt you know you know it's you know my duty to vote and uh, I do want to just let everyone know you know do it safely you know try to make sure that uh, you know you're not putting yourself in a position you know because of this whole pandemic is going to be you know, so, uh, so different, but mm-hmm. if you guys are going to go out and vote, you know, um, you know, please do it safely and, uh, you know, let's see if we can make a change for this, you know, unfortunate circumstances in this world. You know what I mean? Most right, definitely. Right. Most definitely. Right. I, I mean, I'm going to get to finish my point. Pandemic. But... I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead, man. Oh yeah. No, well, just to continue what I was saying, I'm not sure where, uh, I left off, but I, I kind of hit the mute button on accident. But yeah, I was just saying oh, how uh, okay. you know, 
this day and age, uh, the climate that, you know, people face today is just, it just goes to show you that not much has changed. So, mm-hmm. you know, like Pat was saying, you know, it's very important for us to get out and vote this November. Um, me in particular, I'm away from where I, um, I live. So, you know, what I did was I did real simple, easy step. I just went on to DMV website in New York. You know, we're in New York. So I went to DMV website and um, made sure that I was registered. And that's an easy thing to do. It takes less than five minutes to check. And if you are registered, you know, you can either vote in person, vote by mail, or vote early. And, you know, I chose to take a, a absentee ballot, which is going to come in the mail. I'm expecting anytime soon. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm going to vote that way because, you know, every vote counts. You know, this is a, oh, a very polarizing... Uh, most, most yeah. definitely. So... Um, you know, everybody has lot, to do their part. There's a lot with that. Yeah, I um, I encourage anyone and everyone uh, within the sound of our voice, if you're listening with us today, uh, we we appreciate you, we thank you, and we encourage you to vote. That will be the maybe the one thing we push on you besides taking care of yourself. Uh, please do vote. Um, Pat, you mentioned, just briefly, you mentioned uh, the pandemic, and I wanted... Uh, that's a very big topic this year, man. 2020 is just pandemic palooza, mm. if you will, you know, uh, not to make light of all the lives that were lost, but I do want to spend some time talking about that. And I would like to know not only you guys' take on it, but I'd like to get your take on it in regards to mental health, you know, specifically uh, the anxiety that people have coming into contact with those who may have been exposed and and things of that nature. Yo, I don't I don't know if you don't mind, you know, Beans and Jay, you know, definitely to, to share, you know, my experience, you know, um, being that we are, you know, our different locations. Um, right now, I'm in uh, Luzerne, Pennsylvania, so a lot of people don't know what that is, but uh, either way, um, as you go around and you see people. Um, you know, people wearing masks and, you know, keeping their distance. And um, you can tell how impersonal a lot of things are, are becoming and people are forgetting how to, uh, you know, be polite. And uh, they're forgetting that, you know, there are people out there to, ha- to talk to. Um, and a lot of people don't want to, you know, be close. And uh, in results, you know, you know, you're staying home. And in my case, you know, I've noticed like I, you know, I was speaking to Jay about this. I'm, you know, I've noticed that I've have anxiety, and I'm not gonna lie, my um, my anger comes from, you know, notice like when I'm angry, like I get anxiety right after. So, I mean, you know, it's definitely uh something that you know this pandemic has definitely you know can can get people, you know, thinking, you know, like, man, like, I don't know. I don't know what your takes is on it, but, you know, that's my take on it right there. Mm-hmm. Um, For me uh, in particular, um, I'm just like anybody else, man. You know, um, it's, it's a shared experience. And, you know, I used to always think uh, – you know, I had an attitude of, you know, F the police, you know, it's me against them, you know, it's, you know, it's, they're wrong, I'm right, 
And, um, you know, it took a lot of time for me to understand that, uh, you know, it's, it's that mindset, like it, it's, it's, it's abnormal. It's, it's not right. It's not natural. You know, I should be able to say, um, you know, all is right. Everything is cool, but that's not the case. Um, mm. you know, you walk out of your doors and you don't know what's going to happen to you. You know, you leave home mm -hmm. not knowing, okay, I'm coming back home today. You just don't know. So for me, I've had my run-ins <laughs> too many to count. And uh, mm -hmm. it, it's just, uh, you know, it, it's just, it's, it's just disappointing um, as a whole. Um, I would love to, to dive deep, but uh, for me, it's just, there's way too many encounters, experiences, you know, you know, good and bad, but, you know, for the most part, you know, as I've grown, I realized that those experiences, they did have an effect on me, you know, before I was able to, you know, you know, understand it and digest it and understand that, you know, although shit may be, you know, fucked up, you know, excuse my French, it may be fucked up, but it's like, those are things that I can get above because I can't allow experiences to dictate how I feel day in and day out. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's like, I feel that. no matter feel what, that. no matter what negativity comes my way, it will not delude, you know, where I'm going in life. You know, I know mm -hmm. eventually I'm going to be where I need to be to the point where, you know, you're above it. And that's not to say that even when you get to where you want to be in life, <laughs> those problems go away. Because you can see, you can check these athletes and celebrities. They deal with shit every day, too. But um, I exactly. just think that those things, they're like an added hindrance to someone in my position to where, you know, you're just going up the ladder. But you got to deal with, you know, A, B, C, X, Y, Z on the way up. Mm -hmm. So it's just, um, you know. It just it's just about being mentally strong, man. And uh, you know, for some people it's it's uh there's ways you go about it, you know, whether it's you know, coping mechanisms or you know, just having a solid support system, a good team around you. Um because you know, these outside forces, they will come. They they oh, yeah, will fact, get to you. So Yo, Jay, like, you what... just have to Go ahead, Beans, my fault. What's up? No, my fault. Yeah, go ahead, brother. My fault. No, I was gonna see, uh, you know, because we all had the same conversation. It's funny, and you know, I wanted to make a segue to 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 all of us talking about, um, you know, the con consequences to to actions. Um, I was laughing to myself over here. I was thinking about naming this, you know, because I'm always quick to be like, "Yo, what the fuck are you talking about?" You know, so you know, excuse my you know, language, but I want to name a segment to that because, yo, sometimes you get into situations and I love how Beans, um, how we've had these conversations and um, I'm grateful to be able to have those with you because um, it just shows how we all have grown and um, it keeps you um, in mind that, you know, you have somebody out there that's also um, going through the daily, but, you know, you can call and you can reach out and they, you know, they give you some insight that that helps you, you know, with whatever. So I appreciate you for that, my brother. Um, it's funny because you know I was talking to Jay like how, 
he had a situation and I recently had a situation and I'm like, I'm so quick to tell people like, especially if they get under my skin, like, yo, what the fuck you talking about? Like, or this, this, this mindset. And I'm like, it was funny. Cause I was at the, I was dropping off the whip at my job and these guys was like waiting outside. And, uh, I was asking them a question and, uh, the one guy was like, like being, he was like acting tough or whatever. And in my head is like, there's no reason for that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it also got under my skin because I'm like, why do I even give the energy to that? So, like I said, I don't know if Beans want to elaborate on, you know, kind of yeah. what we talked about, but it was like, you know, keeping, you know, accountable to your actions. You know, and I, I definitely, you know, that I have to implement that because I'm so quick to just yeah. doing something without any thinking about the consequences. We had this conversation just yesterday, and I said this is perfect for the pod. Um, you know, when it comes to consequences, um, we we will be fully aware of them, but because of our uh, being triggered, because of our anxiety, because of our depression at times, um, we will just disregard them. You know, and there are times, I had mentioned to you yesterday that, you know, with regards to my bad social media experience and quote unquote cyberbullying or whatever dude was trying to say to me, I was triggered enough to the point where not only did I drop my address, but I was willing to go wherever dude said he was at. And of course, consequences come with both. But just at the time when thinking about any of that, like I don't live alone, you know what I'm saying? I'm married man, got a beautiful wife, you know what I'm saying? And, and that could have, that, you know, something could have happened to her by me dropping the address, you know, me going out there, I could have, I was fully aware, like, yo, this could be a setup, but I was so triggered at the moment that nothing else mattered, you know? And another thing that happens with being triggered like that is that, you know, we're uber sure of ourselves. Right. I'm, I was pretty sure, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not the toughest person, don't claim to be, but I was pretty sure of myself with the situation. Don't know the dude, never met him, but we know of each other. And I know this dude is 50 years old with diabetes. <laughs> so I was like, yo, bro, stop playing with me before I give you a piece of candy, bro. Like that. I... <laughs> no, but I really felt like I felt confident in myself. Uh, if things were going to get into a physical altercation. But what ended up happening was, dude just wanted to be a troll online and wanted to talk. But what happens is our conditioning, you know, us as people, we're made up largely of our conditioning. And growing up in the hood with anxiety and mental health issues, I always felt like I'm being perceived as weak. So I have to go the extra mile just to show these people that I'm not, you know? And I would always offer to smoke regardless if I was going to win or not. I just felt like, yo, I have to show these people that I'm not afraid to fight. Um, You know, talking to my therapist this week, we got into all of that and how, you know, I should try not to be uh, so hard on myself. Furthermore, I could have gotten into that altercation, right? I could have gotten what I wanted where there was a physical meetup and I could have just whooped son out. I could have whooped him out, right? There's no guarantee that walking away from that that altercation 
I would have changed dude's mind. Like, oh, he really is about it. Oh, he really wasn't afraid to scrap. Like, none of that is guaranteed. So basically my whole point of like, yo, I got to show this dude that I'll get it popping. There was no, you know, there was no point to it, really. I just wasn't thinking logically at the time. And I damn sure wasn't thinking about the consequences. Hmm, well said. Um, I think I think uh, when it comes to consequences, you know, we always, you know, depending on the situation, we we ignore consequences when we get triggered, and um, you know, it it is it just goes to show that there's these certain things that no matter what, if that trigger is is hit or pressed on, you know, we're gonna go off and you know, do anything, whether it's being defensive or being, you know, in a position to where, like, we feel like we have to show that, you know, what hurt us, like, you know, because triggers, you know, more more likely than not, they, they're things that hurt us. You know, mm -hmm. we, we, we got to show that, oh, that didn't hurt, when in fact it did. Because anything that could elicit a reaction to you is something that it means something to you. And that doesn't always mean that it's, it's something wrong. You know, sometimes, you know, we, we do things just in the moment, not realizing that all right, we're just having a moment. It's going to pass. Why should I give it any more energy? It's because it hurts. You know, mm. so, you know, it's a, it's a struggle. It's, it's something that, you know, it's, it's something that uh, everyone has to work on, you know, myself included, because there's things in particular that trigger me and it's like, all right, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta act on it. I gotta do something about it now, you know? And, you know, uh, over time, you know, it's, 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 it took, it took time, but when triggers hit, you gotta find these constructive things to do to allow yourself to alleviate that, that feeling of, I have to act now. I have to do this. I have to do that, you know? And, um, you know, they, they can come in so many forms. But uh, well, well, well not Jay, because you all being. I think your experience, Jay, with the with the internet troll. Um, I think you know if you don't mind us going into that. Yeah, sure. Yeah, with with that with that troll, right? You know that that's somebody who, in no way, shape, or form, means anything to you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean. Like that's somebody who doesn't feed finance or care about your well-being, right? Uh -huh. But it's like on the internet, it's like we invest so much time on it that you know the people that we interact yeah. with, whether they're they're familiar or they're strangers, it's yeah. like it and gets to you. I gave dudes way too much power. Like I gave yeah, dudes yeah. way too much power. Yeah. And that's and that's one of the biggest things, you know. I think that we probably should touch on, you know, giving no, people no. power over you to, you know, mm -hmm. elicit a reaction. You know, when bro, I was triggered for a good three days, bro. Mm -hmm. Like I was, I didn't calm myself down. Like I had to double up on my medication. That shit didn't work. Like I got because as a result of that, the doctor prescribed me something else, which I never wanted to be on a bunch of stuff. Right. But he was like, listen, when you start feeling like this with the tightness in your chest and you feel like an altercation is coming, even when there's not one, but you're like convinced and your body's like bracing itself for something, 
he prescribed me something that will knock me out. Uh, it's called hydroxyzine. And it literally just, you know, basically numbs you. Like it, your nervous system just shuts down where it's like you're not, you're not twitching, you're not flexing, you're not ready for any type of altercation. You just calm and you're going to sit your ass down. And um, I have yet to need it. It's as needed. Um, he prescribed that for me after I had already calmed down from that altercation. So I hope I never need it. Right. Yeah, no, nah, I, I just wanted to bring up, you know, case. I just wanted mm. to bring up the conversation I had with, you know, with Beans, you know, going back to what we were talking about consequences, you know, I, I do definitely, you know, I don't know if that, you know, Sonic employee will ever hear this, but, you know, I do apologize for, for how escalated it got, but I would never apologize for someone disrespecting me. And I have to ultimately understand that no one's going to, like, you give respect to get respect. And even if they don't give it to you, you should just, you know, walk away from the matters and, and try your best not to, mm-hmm. to give them that, that energy that is not necessary. Yeah. So I definitely realize that I won't be uh, going out there, you know, giving unnecessary energy to things that don't matter. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're talking about... Uh, we, we also got to be mindful. Recently, no? We also got to be mindful of our um, the energy we put out, right? Like, we be expecting that same energy back. Like, I know myself to be a compassionate person, uh, a generous person, and I never get any of that back, a genuine person even. And I never, not, not for, you know, I'm looking for it back from those who are incapable. And in that particular situation with the with the toxic group chat and the toxic masculinity, like I was looking for that back for people who had no sympathy for people who suffer with mental health issues. Like I was just in the wrong place with that, you know, and that's kind of what led me to less time on social media altogether. Mm, I hear you. Um, also, just to add to that, I think just counter it, you know, um, everything's about balance, you know what I mean? So it's mm-hmm. like, if you if you know, for example, I'll use myself for, for, as an example. If I know I'm spending too much time, you know, in group chats or, you know, in anything, you know, liking pics of whatever, and I feel like it's just, it's just overwhelming, I'm going to just find something else to do, you know, that's not as overwhelming, you know, on social media. You know, I don't want... um people to think that social media is the devil or anything like that, you know, we're in complete control of it, but, uh, you know, I'm someone who advocates for, you know, I'm going to just jump on to what you were saying earlier. I'm, I'm an advocate for social media breaks. They're necessary, you know? Um, yes, most definitely. Cause you know, you get overloaded with just content and it's nonstop. It's like, and it was it was so shocking to me that I was being ridiculed for taking a break. Literally, that's what sparked the whole me being cyberbullied was I took a two week break from from social media and I enjoyed it, loved it, came back on there and read the group chat like I should have never scrolled up. They were just saying all type. Well, one dude mainly the one I confronted was just ODing on my name, you know, all of a sudden I was I was soft, I was sensitive, I was a bitch, I was that. And it's like, yo, you have no idea. Mm. You know, you got no idea. If someone needs a break, 
obviously they're mentally exhausted. They're at their wits end. They need a break, you know? That's so, that's yeah, that, that's where I was at with it. That's you know, from arguing with from arguing with racist people online to like to arguing with people who you have no idea who they are to arguing with people who you thought were supposed to be your friends. Like I just wanted out of all of it. Like I felt I, that break was needed and deserved. And I never, never did I expect to get like ridiculed for it or cyber bullied. Right. Right. And, um, you know, the thing about cyberspace that, uh, it took a long time for me to understand is that, you know, especially if you're someone who who puts themselves out there, you know, whether you're a social media influencer or you have any type of platform on the internet, you're a target first in the, in the first place. Mm-hmm. You know, that's something that has to be understood. Mm-hmm. So it's like, even for me, I've always wanted to, you know, put my shoe into the, you know, the social media, you know, realm. And I've always mm-hmm. hesitated because I said, man, I'm going to have to put myself out there. And, you know, mm-hmm. there's going to be people who support. There's going to be people who love what I do and what I say or whatever. But also, I got to understand that there's going to be people who are going to be hypercritical, who are going to think I'm the biggest idiot out there. And that's just what it comes with, you know? So, yeah, yeah. You know, just, just, you and they gonna love you. just being in that space, is it's a lot. You know, so it's like it's just things that you have to, you know, always remind yourself, you know, it's social media, but it can have an effect on you in your daily life. So you just got to remember sometimes that, you know, you got to remember who you are and you got to always reinforce the way you feel about yourself. You know, your esteem, your value, you know, your outlook on life. You have to always keep that on check. Oh, yeah. uh, I think that's a part of self care too. I think that falls into the self care category. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, definitely, definitely. Um, you know, I was always asking myself, and you know, you guys, you know, shit like, uh, you know, does does it matter what people think about you? You know, like, do you guys mm-hmm. think that that matters, whether it's people in person or, you know, people on show, social media? You know, should it matter? Um, you know, I had this talk with my therapist and I recall saying, you know, and I recall her agreeing that I get so caught up in people's perception of me. I just remember saying I, I was willing to, to fight because I was more than certain, oh, this person perceives me as weak. I have to show them otherwise. And we got to that point in the conversation where it's like, why do not only why do I care how, what they think of me, like I'm not a mind reader. I have absolutely no idea what they think of me. It's it's wrong for me to automatically assume that they think I'm weak and it's none of my business what's in their head about me, you know? Right, right. Right, like, right. Like, exactly I want to jump on I, that. That's exactly what I say all the time, man. What somebody thinks about me is none of my damn business. It's not. Amen. You know I definitely I mean? want to jump into that to say, you know, and it's so funny, you know, because me and Beans are talking about that. And, you know, I'm starting to learn, like, I'm really not trying to live my life to be satisfying nobody. You know, at the end of the day, mm-hmm. you know, it's unfortunate that, you know, you don't want to respond in a certain manner. And, you know, I have to speak about myself. You know, I've noticed, like, I'm starting, you know, I have, you know, anger issues or whatever, and I have to work on it. 
And I don't want to be perceived as this angry black man or whatever the case may be. But it's unfortunate that certain circumstances you do got to show people like, hey, you ain't going to talk to me crazy. And that's why I said that that segment, you know, the fuck you talking about? That's my that's my saying. I say that like because I don't want to be being tough or nothing. But it's just like, come on, like, what do you expect me to do? Keep on turning, the, you know, turning my cheek and just letting you slap me, you know? Is it gets out of control, but you know I'm definitely trying to learn how to how to deal with it, and I'm glad that I'm being able to you know speak to you guys about it, putting it out there. You know I would definitely like people to to you know give us their feedback on what they feel on that too. I want to ask y'all something. Um, I, I basically want to ask y'all about y'all mental health goals, and we can kind of wrap around that. We can wrap it up from there, but. I just want to ask y'all, one, what are your mental health goals for yourself? And two, what are your mental health goals for others? So meaning the people who are listening to us now and going forward. Okay, I'll take that first. Um, For me personally, uh, you know, mental health has been a silent issue for me for majority of my adult life. Um, uh-huh. and as a goal, I think, uh, one of the things I've always focused on was having a goal that's fluid. So it's just not one goal that needs to be reached. It's just a continual thing. So it's, you know, as my life progresses, so does my goals. So, you know, it's, it's all about, uh, me having, you know, just, you know, positive reinforcements and, you know, coping mechanisms and, you know, things of that nature. Um, so for me, as as far as uh, mental health goals, it's just, you know, being overall, uh, overall just being a positive dude that's, you know, just shaping myself to be the person I want to be. And, you know, all of that is just a small part of you know the goals because I know I'm rambling here but the whole gist of what I'm trying to say is my goals are wrapped into so many other things whether that's mm-hmm. you know pursuing a career or you know reaching a, a physical goal you know keeping myself in shape you know in, in every aspect of my life so you know for me I move the goalpost as life progresses. So as far as a goal, yeah, it's just keeping my goals going, you know, never having a, a set destination. And for other I people, like um, I think that I want people just to understand that, you know, no matter where you go in life, you're always going to have a price to pay for where you are and, and what you're doing. Just make sure mm. that price is not your peace of mind because your peace of mind is everything. You know, there's, right. nothing, Bingo. there's no value very, or yeah. any kind of monetary thing that will replace your peace of mind. So whatever it is that you do out there, you know, never trade your peace of mind for anything else. Because right. you know, I like that. Be, that's such a foreign right, concept right, to a lot right. of people. Some yeah. people... Oh, they paying you, they offering you a million. What you mean you don't want? It's such <laughs> right, a foreign right. concept to people that that you could be happy, right? That like maybe I could just be happy uh flipping burgers. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like people you just 
whatever it is for you that makes you happy, uh, why not do it? Mm -hmm. Right. And and that's what it's about. You know, money doesn't equal happiness. You know what I mean? It's nice to have. And I think absolutely enough to know that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You got to have discernment. Right. What what about you, Pat? Yeah, I like to continue, you know, what, what you're saying, you know, I like that concept to say, you know, as as you grow, um, your goals uh, grow as well. And um, I think we, we, we relate in that sense that I always speak about wanting to do my best to to properly walk, um, you know, through my journey in life. And um, I think my personal goal is to uh, just try to continuously work on my, uh, you know, my mental health as far as, you know, when I get to find different ways to deal with those and and also my anger. So um, for the listeners, you know, what I would hope is that, you know, they um, have an open, you know, an open air to, to kind of, you know, listening to our experiences and, and hopefully, you know, getting something from it and, you know, sharing what, what they feel. And, um, you know, hopefully we get the conversation rolling with, you know, how people can, you know, um, get their mental health, you know, better. So as far as my mm. personal goal, um, I definitely would hope that, you know, uh, we have people that can feel like you said, it's a safe space and they don't have to feel judged. And um, I hope, you know, none of the listeners judge us. And, um, you know, I feel like this is, you know, like a wavy concept to, to, to get, you know, what my guys and I hope this gets everybody talking, you know what I mean? So, you know, that's mm-hmm. where I stand with this and, you know, I think that you know, I'm, you know, I'm looking forward to different, you know, different topics that we could talk with the with the listeners. So, you know, definitely, you know, see what what about you, Jay? Um, that's that's what's up, Pat. But first of all, uh, for me, and I, I say this all the time, and I'm staying true to it. I'm so glad that I didn't uh, run away from it after I got triggered, because that would be super hypocritical. But I'm gonna continue to be open and honest, not just with myself, but um, to anyone who will listen. And my goals with that are for one, I want to help spread awareness and crush the stigma, right? Uh, and two, I want to teach people how to treat me, right? This is all conditioning, this is all training. Uh, I've been open and honest with myself about the fact that um, because of my mental health issues, I am easily triggered by certain uh, actions and comments. So, With that said, I know that, hey, I'm one of those people I need to be talked to with love and sincerity, and I need to speak with genuine people, which is why I don't deal with a lot of people, because those are some people that are hard to find. I know my standards are high, but uh, that's that's more or less what my goals are as far as uh, mental health. Uh, I keep a a small circle. Uh, My main goal at the end of the day is to have a walking, talking support group around me. You know, so if I'm teaching my friends, hey, you know, if you could talk to me this way or could you be a little nicer or hey, maybe don't call me a jerk off or whatever, like that's going to go a long way for me as far as uh, keeping me here healthy and safe and also um, keeping keeping a, a core group around me, you know, and for those that haven't adapted or are unwilling, they just get left to the wayside because much like my brother Ben, I'm not really willing to sacrifice any of those goals. Those goals are pretty much concrete for me. 
And the further I go, um, there will be more. Well said, man. Well said. You know, so uh, I think this was uh, this was a dope first episode. Um, I'm really glad we got to do this, and we got in some sports. We got our mental health, current events. I, I'm really excited to to do the next one and dive deeper into maybe uh, coping mechanisms, maybe um, some relationship stuff. You know, give our experiences there. I'm trying oh, that's to think. Be a good one. Uh, maybe maybe uh, maybe meditation and medication. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, we'll definitely. All of oh, definitely. Yeah. And, I, and I definitely would like to, like I said, you know, make sure that we all, uh, you know, give you know like those lasting respects. Like I said, you know, I appreciate um, the idea that you know Brianna Taylor was you know Bean's idea. You know, and I appreciate bringing those things up because we don't never want to forget that mm-hmm. you know we do definitely have people out there that's fighting the to show that, you know, either if it's Black Life Matters, All Life Matters, Blue Life Matters, you know, whatever you want to, mm-hmm. whatever you want to stand by, cool, but we need to, we want to end this. Let's, let's all stand together. There's no point to be fighting each other. You know, mm-hmm. I, I hope mm-hmm. that, you know, you know, if it does get to reach whoever's wanting to listen to this, you know, I just hope that, you know, like we don't stand against what you believe in, but I hope that everybody has an open, you know, mind, open heart, and, um, you know, definitely give, you know, feedback on how they feel. Like I said, like, this is an open thing, you know, mm-hmm. so, you know, it's all, it's all welcome. Yes, please. Um, we are, uh, we're on Spotify, we're on Anchor, shout out to our main host here, Anchor Podcast. Um, we'll, we'll be on Google, and uh, I think it's Apple Podcast as well, trying to get that worked out. And of course, uh, you can interact with us on social media as long as we're not taking a mental health break. Otherwise, you're gonna have to wait. But uh, tell them where they can find you guys at. All right, well, beans, if you on, want, you guys can find me on Twitter at Kwame NYC. Same thing on Instagram. It's Kwame NYC. K W A M E N Y C. Um. Yeah, on all platforms, on uh, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Although there's no content on YouTube, I got some stuff coming for you guys, so be on the lookout for that. Yeah. Yeah, so I just want to let everybody know you can catch me on Instagram. It's a, it's a Fisher Slim Fat Boy. Uh, Snap is, you know, BX underscore Teddy 85. You can also catch me on Twitter. It's BX underscore Teddy 85. So, you know, once again, I just want to thank you guys for, you know, allowing us to get onto the platform and, you know, share our experiences. And I definitely look forward to, you know, sharing those experiences with my guys. Uh, it's always fun. So thank you guys for listening. Mm-hmm. Oh, you got it, man. Go. And um, I'm, uh, I'm at Stadium J on Twitter. And um, we uh, encourage all of our listeners to interact with us. Please ask us questions. Please give us uh, some topics that you may want to hear about on here. Uh, we, we would love the interaction and just want to keep this going and make it uh, as fun as possible. We, uh, we want to uh, teach people based on our experiences and we'd love to learn from you based on your experiences. Uh, I love the fact that this isn't as morbid as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> 
with uh, the terms of mental health, but we aren't afraid to go there. Having said that, anything y'all want to talk about or are comfortable talking about, we will go there. Absolutely.